This episode of uh, Filling in the Gap is the 292nd episode of 200 on private equity. And here uh, we're going to pick up uh, where we left off with uh, FINRA supervision rules, right? Uh, So just to recap from the previous session, uh, if a firm plans to register an individual uh, with FINRA, it must investigate that person's uh, character, uh, business reputation, qualifications, and experience. Uh, if the individual has already registered with FINRA or another self-regulatory organization, uh, the firm must review a copy of the applicant's uh, Form U-5, uh, and uh, if uh, the uh, uh, individual uh, is a uh, futures trader, right? Then uh, the uh, individual's uh, Form 8T uh, from the Commodities Futures Trading Commission uh, must uh, be reviewed, right? And uh, to be uh, more specific, uh, this is for uh, futures commissions, uh, merchants, uh, and uh, introducing brokers, right? Uh, the review uh, for both the Form uh, U5 and uh, Form 8T. Uh, must occur within 60 days uh, of the filing date of an application uh, for uh, FINRA registration, right? Uh, But in the alternative, uh, the firm uh, can uh, demonstrate uh, to FINRA uh, that it has uh, made uh, reasonable efforts uh, to conduct a review and investigation if it cannot uh, actually uh, provide a documentation Uh, that uh, a review occurred, right? Uh, A broker-dealer must uh, also create and uh, implement uh, written procedures uh, to verify the accuracy and completeness uh, of the information contained in uh, the Form uh, U-4 no later uh, than than 30 days after the form is filed with FINRA, right? Uh, Here, uh, the broker-dealer, at a minimum, uh, must uh, search reasonably available public records and use a third-party service provider uh, to verify the accuracy and completeness uh, of the information contained in the Form U-4, right? Not the U-5, which has to be reviewed uh, uh, during the screening process, right? So two different forms, U-4, U-5. Internal investigations... Uh, must be conducted uh, at least once every year uh, for supervisory jurisdiction offices and uh, supervisory uh, branches, right? Uh, Investigations uh, must uh, be conducted once every uh, three years for non-supervisory branches, right? Uh, And uh, there must be investigations on a a regular and periodic schedule for non-branch locations. Uh, finally, uh, FINRA Rule 3110 mandates that investment management firms test and verify uh, a location's supervisory policies and procedures uh, for uh, safeguarding customer funds and securities. Right, so these are the procedures uh, for the following tasks. Right, safeguarding customer funds and securities, uh, procedures for maintaining books and records. Uh, procedures for supervising supervisory personnel, 
uh, procedures that uh, cover uh, transmission of funds and securities to accounts where uh, the customer on the original account is not a named account holder. Uh, and uh, there must be uh, a verification of procedures uh, that uh, cover changes and uh, validation of customer account information, including address changes and uh, changes in the customer's uh, stated investment objectives. A uh, review here can be delegated to an individual who is not registered as a principal unless the change in customer information must be approved by a principal under FINRA Rule 4515. Uh, in its written supervisory procedures uh, or inspection report for a particular location, uh, the firm must document if uh, any of these uh, activities uh, are conducted uh, at that location or if supervisory policies and procedures uh, are in place uh, at the relevant location, right? And I see that my five-minute time marker has come. And that concludes uh, this 292nd episode of 200 on private equity, not, of course, ruling out the possibility of yet more bonus sessions.